Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. It's the middle of the night again and I'm awake. Been awake for, I'm not even sure how long. It's been a while. Um, I don't know about other parents, but <clears throat> when my children are not home at night, it's hard for me to sleep. I think that I actually take after my dad in this way. I make jokes about the fact that when my dad was young, he, uh, or when I was young and I was dating, I guess you could say, he knew to the minute when I got in, he wouldn't like come and greet me, but he knew exactly when I got in. <laughs> so I don't know if he was sleeping and we'd get awakened and, and we'd, uh, but my son is out with this new little girlfriend. Um, I'm excited for him. I just, he's, uh, very, very fastly going to be an adult. He's turning 18 very, very soon. And I'm thinking about how, you know, when we just sort of have to let our children kind of go and fly and, and, uh, they're going to be okay. <laughs> but anyway, and I'm sitting here going, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Like my, my son's soccer got canceled for the rest of the year at his high school team. And he's, and, uh, I've just been like, what, what am I going to do? <laughs> Last night I had, uh, had gone out with my friend who, uh, had been in a really, really bad, bad relationship for eight years, eight and a half years. She was like on and off with this guy who just sucked her in. And recently, um, a guy she knew in high school, uh, contacted her and now she's off on this new adventure and I was really excited for her and I was sitting here like going you know why am I perpetually single <laughs> I was sitting here kind of laughing about it because um not only so her this is kind of a, a sordid tale but her former spouse her, her ex-husband had been in prison for 10 years and he's been out since July and he has a girlfriend <laughs> you know and I said to her you know yesterday when we were at happy hour drinking martinis I um I said to her I said you know like I just don't it's like I don't understand me being perpetually single, you know, and then I could, I could sit here and then say, well, um, uh, uh, just all these different factors about it. I'm, you know, not quite vibrating properly. Uh, I live in a town that was on the 10 worst places to date. It was like on the list of the 10 worst places to date in the country a few years ago. 
So I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know, and then, you know, I'm just, um, why have I not yet like been able to properly vibrate in a manner that would allow the manifestation of that, which I would like to experience and, and, uh, all that jazz, you know, and then this, uh, oh, well, you're great on your own. You know, it's so much nicer. You don't have to consider other people, people and all their ideas when you least expect it, which is just utter BS. I, I just honestly, it's, uh, it is, you know, um, and so, I, 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 I slightly dug myself into a hole last night and then, um, and then decided I just wasn't going to go down that road. I had spent years single. I've actually spent a lot of time in the last 11 years alone. Um, 10 of those. So I've spent about 10 of those years alone. I mean, I, I have dated, I've actually dated a quite a bit, uh, but, um, nothing has like, uh, really come to my, my exactly, you know, what I am looking for or excited about, I guess. But I, I have been actively, uh, because some of you have been con- following my content for a while now. Uh, I There had been somebody that I really was very, very excited to meet, and I have completely given that up. Uh, I really feel like uh, there's only a few explanations. I mean, there's, there's you no know, infinite explanations for why you know, things go the way that they do. I don't understand, but this person has not come into my fruition, into my physicality. Uh, and I, um, and I have decided that I'm just, I'm, I'm just completely done with that. And it's been a bit of a process. I have systematically been, um, shutting doors and, and, and anyway, and I, um, but something happened recently that I, I was just completely turned off to this person. I mean, completely. I, um, I'd actually heard him say something and I, I was really turned off by it. Uh, and, and he's not the only one that, that kind of, kind of has given off this, um, this vibe, um, (laughs) that I've talked about a little bit. I'm not sure how much detail I've gotten, gotten into it. Um, but this you know, uh, this thing about sort of like, and he didn't word it this way, but like this, you know, wanting a, a relationship that doesn't have any drama. 
it's like a drama free relationship. And, and I, I actually have found these men, these men that actually, when they say this, I'm, I'm incredibly, um, I see it as a, a red flag and I, and I won't engage in with a person who actually uses that, uh, and the, and the implication is that, is that, you know, I don't want any girls that are, that are, that have any, any stuff going on, seeming negativity. Uh, and I, I don't know a woman alive who doesn't have, uh, triggers, I don't know a person alive who hasn't had experiences in their past that have, you know, when that happens again, they're not um, triggered by that, you know. I just don't. I think everybody, um, we, we, we kind of go through life and we like uh, Abraham Hicks would say, sifting uh, in and out, sifting through experiences and sort of, in a sort of binary way, you know, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, you know, whether it is good or it is bad, but, um, and, and, and like, and not wanting that, what is wanted and what is not wanted, and and are affected in their future choices by that. And so I think I actually think that there that there is something that is called actually goodness of fit. Uh, I think that it is nice when you can find someone or somebody finds you or the universe puts matches you up with somebody with a lot of similar is interests. You know, it's sort of like that, that best friend that you just, you never get tired of their company. And you can just talk and talk and talk and talk forever. And you both like to hike and you both like, both are vegetarians and you both like to drink Jaeger and you um, like to do new recipes together. And you're, you know, you know, I don't know, just like, it just sort of clicks and flows, right? You know, it's just, it's just kind of the coolest thing ever, uh, is to meet somebody that you have a lot in common with. Um, or even if you don't, you're open to, you know, trying new things and open to discovering things about their hobbies and, um, <clears throat> anyway, and supporting each other. And, and what I have found is, is that, um, is that, uh, I, so I, you know, there, I guess I should just sort of like, so there was this guy that I actually liked. I, I liked him quite a bit and I met him. Uh, it was just the weirdest thing how I met him and, and we were like in touch. It was mostly a long distance kind of thing. And we were in touch for months and he had come out to visit me and, um, 
and I became even more attached to him, I was actually considering having this guy come stay with me. But I, I wasn't entirely sure what that would look like. I mean, like, how do we do stuff? Like, I, I really feel like I'm much more of the direct approach at this point in my life. It's like, okay, if you come and stay with me, are you going to help me with bills? Like, if you stay with me, are you going to help with my rent? Are you, are we going to be in some kind of financial part? Are you planning to just stay here and, and not contribute financially? Um, like, you know, I, I don't know. It was like, how, how is this going to work? And what if it doesn't work? And then I just ask you to leave. I mean, I don't know. I, um, but I, I really had considered this guy coming and staying with me. Although there was another aspect for me that I wasn't entirely sure that wasn't his mode of operation, where he just sort of went from woman to woman to woman, you know, kind of just uh, living off of them, per se. You know, just he's just kind of a, a rolling stone, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and would just kind of go from woman, woman to woman, relationship to relationship, and I just, that's not really what I want to be in somebody's life. <laughs> it's just kind of um, a resource, per se. Um, but, uh, and then it, it really ended just really strangely. Like, he started to... Um, like go full days without getting with me. It was sort of like we were in this steady pattern where he would like text me, you know, nearly every day. I don't know that he texted me every day. I don't remember. But um, and then after he came and visited me and he was going to be coming back, he it was really weird. There were like days where he didn't, you know, and I just really politely very, very politely. I mean, I didn't do anything in like a, an extremely rude way, but I was just like, you know, when you, when I don't hear from you for days, it makes me, you know, this is how I feel. It wasn't like you're a jerk, you're an ass, you're this, you're that, you know, I mean, I just, you know, I'm pretty direct at this point. I have no reason not to be. And, um, and he was just really kind of aloof about that. And I also assumed that that he had a girl in every port, honestly. I mean, I, I think it would have been stupid for me to not consider that. Although I am sort of, um, I have self-esteem that would consider that I would be worth um, pulling into that port for a while and maybe staying. Um, and so, and so it's kind of like this, does this guy realize, uh, what he has and, and, you know, in me and, and he, you know, kind of, it kind of seemed like he didn't. And so I was sort of pulling my, away myself, uh, because I really liked him. And, uh, and so he, it came down to like the weirdest thing, honestly. Uh, it was a couple things. <laughs> but it had to do with a helmet. It wasn't about the helmet, but 
it it was about a helmet. The general theme was not the helmet, but this guy uh, rode a motorcycle and he let me know that he wanted to take me to an event on this motorcycle and um and then and then he uh was saying to me he's like well um I think we should take your car and and I was like well why would I take my car to a motorcycle event why would we not go on your motorcycle to a motorcycle event and he's like well and he said, well, basically, um, I don't have a helmet for you and a helmet would be expensive and you may get on my, you know, the bike and I might be riding too fast and you may not like it. And it's just kind of a waste of money, basically. And I, I didn't even read or even get the implication that he wanted me to buy a helmet. I, but it was, the whole thing was that, but then, and then I just sort of backtracked and I was like, well, you know, I mean, there was more than one way to get the helmet, but it was like, I really, I really wanted to go on the motorcycle. I didn't want to go in my car. And so there was this back and forth exchange about the helmet. And I, and then I got wind of that he didn't want me to waste, you know, $150, $200 on this helmet, which I'm not entirely sure they would actually be that price. And then I was like, so he basically didn't want to buy me a helmet. It's sort of this combination of things, but I, I sort of felt like he should have bought me the helmet. I did. I sort of felt like I was... I was actually worth the helmet and that my wishes should have been a little bit more important to him. But the next day I got, I got a text, you know, um, basically you're too much drama and too much, you know, so adios. And, and, uh, I was really kind of, I mean, I was sad about it. But my time with him was actually not entirely all good. Um, and so I, but the reason why I'm mentioning this is that I, I, I have something to say about that. So basically, so basically the message is that, that as long as I am just copacetic with, everything and if I'm copacetic with being ghosted if I'm copacetic with uh, my desire to go on the motorcycle to the motorcycle event that somehow I'm a drama queen and I'm just too much that that my desires or my wishes or my happiness um you know, and not that I feel like anybody's there for my happiness. I feel like I'm ultimately happy, but I also know how I would like to be treated. I really do. I, I know that how I would like to be treated. You know, as opposed to me, who was trying to figure out, I was like, I was really excited about this guy coming to stay with me. So I'm like, I like, um, I... 
I am like shopping to find a nightstand for him. You know, it's like, okay, so if he's actually going to stay with me, then I have to make some room in my life for this person. You know, um, like I'm, I'm like going in these directions of like, well, what are his favorite thing, you know, and, 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 you know, what does he like? I mean, I remember sending him, like I had sent him a, some kind of text about like, you know, basically like, what kind of soap do you like? Which I know sounds like really, really kind of a strange request of a guy, but like, what kind of soap? Like, do you use like body wash? Do you use bar soap? Like, if you're going to come and take a shower, my shower, like what kind of soap do you like? And like, if, if you think about it, it's like, it's like, that's like a really romantic thing. And he's kind of had this snippet, you know, what soap kind of like a, a really kind of snarky response to my, to my inquiry. You know, so it's like, like, I think it's, um, I think that it is, you know, something that I have talked about is the desire to be loved as opposed to the desire to love. And, and so, and then at this point in my life, it's like, I have no desire to, to pour my, myself into somebody who would not appreciate the love that I have to give. And so, and so that was the impression that I got from the guy that I had really, really been wanting to meet for, you know, almost three years now is that he, um, he doesn't really, he doesn't want to work at it. He doesn't want to work at it. He just thinks that, um, this person should bring the best of them and then, he brings his best, she, she brings her best and they bring their best to the table. And I, I don't know how that is sustainable. And I'm just, I'm just saying as a human being, like I, not every day is, is like complete bliss in the sense that like i'm i'm sort of like like i in ways i'm like it's like sort of like this the ocean kind of idea it's like the waves the the waves they come in and out and and i and i like sometimes i i'm like really 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 on my game a lot of times now I'm really on my game. I'm feeling good in my skin. I'm I'm feeling good in my clothes. I'm on my dietary stuff and I I'm um working toward my goals and I, I mean it's like there are a lot of times where I'm on but it's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's not I'm not always going to be bringing my best. I'm going to 
try my absolute best to bring my best, but I cannot guarantee and I cannot promise that it's going to be every single day, every single minute of every single day that I'm going to be perfect. And I want a person in my life who loves me enough to, to, to make allowances for me when I'm not perfect. Somebody who's going to see me, you know, when I'm not feeling so good and they're going to go get me pad thai because they love me, <laughs> which is what I would do for my, the person that I loved. You know, I, I, I like accept the fact that this person isn't always going to be cheery every minute of every day. I have, I, I don't expect them to be perfect, but I do have this expectation that they, that they would, um, would love me even if I gained 10 pounds, that they would love me even if my, my t-shirts looked a little worn on the edges, that they would love me um, when I'm not so in my perfect state as when I am in my perfect state. I don't know. I, I, you know, and then, and then I, and then there was this other theme. So I got this theme of the men that, that, you know, have that particular expectation that, um, of, of that, their expectation that there's going to be this drama free relationship. But then there's this other where, like in the last year, there was a gentleman that I dated for quite a while. And he was another one that, that I had considered. I mean, he had given me a really good, it was like the sweetest thing. I mean, he's like, you know, I would support you so that you can pursue your dreams. He actually told me that. He's like, he's like, you would be my goddess. I would completely take care of you. He, I mean, it really seemed from my point of view that this guy really adored me. He, and he was never abusive to me. I mean, even, even when I was, um, you know, he was never abusive. And I had put him in the friend zone because there was, there was really, um, kind of a mismatch we were kind of a mismatch. Like he's, um, you know, we, we really didn't have a whole, whole lot in common. Like, <laughs> so I decided that, okay, so I invited him over for dinner. So I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to invite him over for dinner. And, and he actually needed a little heads up on things. So I said, okay. Um, I said, I said, I, you know, why don't you come over for dinner? And then I said, I want us to go for a walk on the golf course by my house. 
And so, okay, so he comes over and we eat dinner and I proceed to buy him his favorite drink. So he's like drinking his favorite drinks and and I said, okay, so let's go for a walk on the golf course. And so we go and he actually brings one of his drinks with him. <laughs> so we're so we're walking along the golf course and then I say, okay, we're about a fourth of the way done. And he says, a fourth of the way done? You mean we have three fourths longer to go? And I and I said, yes. And he said, well, this is it for me. I'm not going any further. He said, he said, I'm going to join a gym and I, you know, and in the future I will be able to, you know, he said, but right now I'm not going any further. <laughs> and I said, I'm like, you're not going to be able to keep up with me. I knew he wasn't going to be able to keep up with me. Uh, I'm like a really, 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 really active person. And, um, and that was just like one of the many, um, just mis mismatches. And, and when I finally like told him, I, I, and I, and I actually still miss him because we were really, he was like one of my best friends. He was categorically one of my best friends. I don't have very many friends. And he was one of my best friends and I really enjoyed hanging out with him. And then now I, I have, um, and, <laughs> and I, I like, I often think like, was I too abrupt, but I don't want to connect with him again. And then, you know, I already know going down that road. And so I, I've just like really let him go and this time he hasn't contacted me and it's been it's been um months so um so it's that it's like it's either I really really like the guy and he's he has this expectation that um that the way that I perceive it is he has this expectation that I'm not going to call him out on anything about the way that I'm treated. Like I'm not supposed to have any expectations. I'm not supposed to call him out on anything or he, the, it's just a mismatch. It's just a like, um, it, it like it would burn out because there's not enough um there's not enough like uh connection on a and even on a cerebral <laughs> level like I I sit here and I'm like I'm not really entirely sure how many guys would actually like like they don't want to talk about the stuff I want to talk about. They're not into the nature of reality. A lot of guys are not into the nature of reality. They're just not. They're not into um, the meaning of life and philosophy and um, the same subjects as I am, you know, and how to create, how to create a life and that we are 
powerful in the sense that we can tap into the power of God to create anything that we want, you know, and, and wanting to travel and just experience this life. Like I had seen, um, recently on my TikTok, I saw these, uh, they're like these ski, like shoes, like these shoes that you ski with. And they're not like, um, these like great big long things. They're like boot size. And I was so excited. And like, I want to go skiing this year. I'm like, this is the year, you know, I'll probably have to wait till, you know, uh, fall of this year, but this is the year I want to go skiing again. Um, and it would just be so supremely wonderful to have, you know, somebody in my life to go ski with. <laughs> in fact, I was, uh, this evening I was like looking up, uh, programs, you know, I am so excited. I don't know what and where and when and with who I'm going to. My life is like this, this blank canvas and I'm starting a new painting and I'm just so excited about it. Um, but anyway, that's going to be my, uh, late night ramblings on romantic love 101. <laughs> I don't know if any of that makes sense, <laughs> but uh, I will be back probably talking about this subject again, the mini adventures of blonde haired girl, right? <laughs> I thank you for your interest and for listening to my podcast and I'll be back with other ideas and that's a wrap. I wanted to add something that I had forgotten that I think is a really important detail about my episode on Romance 101. <laughs> it's silly. I was something else that he, the guy that I really wanted to meet, said that he, that he didn't want to work at it. And I know that work is really kind of a negative word. So maybe I should use something else uh, instead of the word work because, because, but I, I really have noticed that things that I really care about are not always easy. Like, like when my children were born and I was caring for them was really some of the hardest years of my life. Especially when a baby is really small and they're crying and you don't know how to settle them and you're constantly attending to their needs. And, but there is this enormous amount of love for them. Um, there's a, like, say there's a dream, there's something that you, that we really, really, really want in our life. Like we really want to experience something, uh, like say 
say like in my son's case, he really wants to be a professional soccer player. It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of work. There's going to be a lot of details. There's going to, there's going to be a lot of practice. It's going to be a lot of choices to be made, to be practicing instead of doing other things. Um, I think about in the beginning of a relationship with someone where all you want to do is talk and you lose a lot of sleep and you want to do little things for them and and you pray and hope that never ends, that you both have a willingness to keep things exciting but to say that it's not going to be work to say that it's always 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 in every situation going to be positive it's just it's just not realistic in a long term loving situation a lot of times it can be and i'm not and the, and i'm not really referring to to like an abusive relationship i don't think people should stay with somebody who is going to abuse them for one minute like I don't think somebody should say, I love you more than I love myself and you can treat me however you want. That's not what I'm referring to. But if you really, if that person is like a prize, is like, it's like this, this really special like stone. It's and and it's like this wonderful thing that you just want to enjoy and look at and love and take care of and 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 sometimes it's going to need a little rubbing and scrubbing and you know to keep it shiny and beautiful it's like a garden you know it, it's not always like perfect and there's there's different seasons of it and it sometimes you have to you know you have to plant the seed and then it grows and then it sometimes it might get a pest on it and then you have to figure that out and you have to prune it and you have to but all the while you are loving that garden you are loving it I don't think that anybody should do anything that they don't love to do, but there are parts of everything that we love that we don't always really want to do that. I love my clothes, but I don't always feel like washing them. I love my little home, but I don't always feel like cleaning it. <laughs> but I want it to be nice. I, I want it to look good, so I walk, I clean it. And, and, and the people who are saying this, saying this sometimes are really, really successful people who I feel like should have some understanding 
that their set success came with a twisty, windy road that was sometimes hard and sometimes easy. But sometimes it really was hard. And so I guess, like in the words of Bob Marley, <laughs> you have to find somebody who's worth suffering for. Because there is a little suffering in love. There's a little bit of suffering. There can be a lot of suffering. So it's just something to consider. Just something to consider in this in this crazy wild ride that we call a romantic loving relationship. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, I just had to add that. All right. Bye. I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.